It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about the Bulls opening up contract negotiations with Nikola Vucevic. And Jerry Reinsdorf has apparently bought out Sinclair Broadcasting and maybe forming his own network. And then we're going to talk about Grant Williams as a Bulls target this offseason. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day, that's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And today's episode is brought to you guys by FanDuel. Uh, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Pat, the Bulls, as something that we've all been expecting, me and you have been Kind of preparing Bulls fans for this day coming. Uh, and I and I don't even understand why so many, it seems like Bulls fans are against it, but uh, we got a report today from Daniel Greenberg that, uh, well, came from Shams originally. I was going to say, come on now, we yeah, can't credit credited yeah, Daniel Greenberg yeah, let's, out let's, here. Let's, let's, give it, let's give it to Shams. Uh, that the Bulls <laughs> are officially, <laughs> have officially have officially started their uh, extension talks with Nikola Vucevic. How are you feeling about this? Um, I mean, listen, we, we felt like this was coming at a minimum. You, you know, it's coming, even if there's a, a situation of a sign and trade possibility, you have to have these talks, right? You have to kind of see where Vooch's head is at. Um, I think that this is going to be a deal that keeps Vooch here in Chicago, though. I think that the Bulls are looking to stay competitive. They're not looking to blow this thing up. I've said this multiple times. They're going to take the Denver route, try to be competitive until they can get out from under Lonzo's contract. However, that may be right. Whether they take, excuse me, whether they take in one of the uh, options for them to get out of his contract or just wait out the years, uh, I think that that's pretty much what this Bulls team is going to do. 
And I'm, I'm not surprised to see Vooch, you know, be, be talking about this extension here because he, the main thing that you pointed out that stands out is that even if you let Vooch walk, it didn't help you in your cap situation. So yeah. I think that it makes more sense to keep him around. He's still a top. I saw a list that had him like 13th behind like Bam Adebayo and Robert Williams. Um, I don't, I don't think he's below them by any stretch of the imagination, but I guess, you know, they have him top 15 still center in the NBA. And I think that he'll be paid probably somewhere around that mark. Right. I mean, like what's Grant Williams getting probably 12 or I'm sorry, Robert Williams, uh, probably 12 million, something like that. And then, uh, I mean, Bam's making a bag though, ain't he? Bam's making a bag. Brooke Lopez was making a bag. He's a free agent too. Yeah. It's kind of uh, players that you Probably look at kind of somewhere in the market. There. Yeah, somewhere in the market of that. Um, I listen, I, I think the writing was on the wall. Like, A, it's cut for a couple of reasons. And you know, we like to be realistic here. And for even the Bulls fans that said that we'll just let Vooch walk, I want you guys to realize that if you just let him walk, you don't get the money that you're gonna you were gonna give him to just go use out in the open market. Yeah. You're not gonna get a player better than Vooch out in the open market this offseason. You're just not. So it makes sense to re-sign him. Um, I know some people are going to say, well, Nas Reed could be better. Nas Reed is 6'9", which it makes him perfect power forward for Billy Donovan's system. But uh, he's not better than Nikola Vucevic. Power currently. forward. That man's starting at center versus oh, yeah, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, okay, of course. Um, <laughs> but no, Nik- Nikola Vucevic, it makes sense to re-sign him. Even if you if it is a re-signing him now, and then maybe you try to move him next offseason, or, or at, and it wouldn't be probably this trade deadline. Um it, it depends on what this team does with DeMar and things in the future. You may look to move them, but the key thing is you to maintain your assets. It makes more sense to sign Nikola Vucevic. The biggest thing that we're going to be looking at is the length of the contract and how much it's for. And I think the thing is to me, right? You don't want to go backwards. Yeah. Bulls fans, like, like we love to just, oh, just blow it up, reset it, reset, reset. It doesn't work. Reset. It has a player that's about to go to his second NBA finals and his third Eastern conference finals in th- four years. Not on our team. That's what Reset It does. Reset It has us looking at Lowry Markin and saying, man, he'd be nice in a Bulls jersey right now, wouldn't he? Reset It has Bulls fans regretting the Wendell Carter trade. Like, you, you, everybody wants to reset it so many times. Sometimes you have to try and see things through to see what they're going to be at the end so that you don't regret them in the end. And mm. so, to me, there isn't a better option at center out there. There's not. There's and not. Let, I, well, I'm not gonna say that. Yakupoto leaves. That's a better option. Yakupoto's yes. a younger, better defensive version. Yeah. Worse, he's worse offensively, of but better defensively. Yeah, that's yeah, a better that's, option. Yeah, but he's probably gonna stay. They, like Toronto's gonna be like, please, you're the only one we can trust at center because everybody else is skinny. Please, Yakupoto, <laughs> you're our only hope. Um, <laughs> is he only one Kenobi? Is that yeah, yeah. For, for, the, for, for Toronto, he absolutely is. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, Vooch, I'm glad that it's happening. I'm glad that Vooch is going to be here. Well, let's hope that the contract talks go well, but I don't think this gets leaked out if they weren't confident they're going to be able to sign resign. I, I don't even think this is a leak. I think this is literally AK going, hey, we, we, we bring in Vooch back. Don't even worry about it. I mean, what do you think? What's too much? Right, what's too much for Vooch at this point? If it a base salary, meaning that if he gets his usual raises, $23 million is too much. $22 million is too much. Because I believe the most he can get is 118. 
Over that's over the full over four, four years. So yeah. that would have him at just about thirty million dollars a year. That's too goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> like we just gonna be frank here. Let's let's be let's be clear. You <laughs> wasn't expecting the aggression behind it. it came out this. That's too goddamn high. That's what it is. The like. rent is too good. <laughs> hey, that's why we brothers, bro. I don't know if nobody else know that, bro. I love that clip growing up. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> one of the greatest clips of all time. Um, so where you got him settling in at that, that 20, 25? You said 23 is too high. <sighs> You're probably not getting them at 17. You what you think at 20 mil? I that's the thing is that I want to say that as a base with the with the with the raises, you can probably get them in there at about 18 and a half, 19 as a base. I wouldn't be mad at that, right? Then I want I'm not gonna be mad at that. I want to see how the team changes around that. Because it, here's here's the real question. If you re-sign Vooch at that, does that then mean DeMar DeRozan is probably somebody who's going to end up getting moved during the season yes. and or before the season? Yes. So then now... And if Vooch, he signs for more than that, if Vooch does sign for the 22 plus 23, 24 million, y'all, all you DeMar truthers, just get ready to say, count your days. Oh, yeah. It's a guarantee. If he <laughs> signs for that much, it's a guarantee. Yeah, count um, your days. I, 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 can say I, with that. I just wonder, right, like, okay, if that's the case, what does that mean for Vooch's role on this team because the part that I always hear is Vooch was supposed to be this guy that spread the floor. Vooch was supposed to be this guy that can knock down the Highest IQ ball. basketball player that we have now that Lonzo's gone. And you also have to understand how he was getting the open three. It's not mm -hmm. like Vooch was standing in the corner popping tray balls down in Orlando. He literally told you what he wanted to do at the beginning of the season and the Bulls didn't do it. Let me start where I'm strongest at in the post and then we can work our way back outside. Yeah. Get in the corner. What? I just no. I just I won't be down there. Corner. All right. Let me go to. The you corner. do realize that I'm six <laughs> eleven, right? Get in the corner. Yeah, okay. Bet. Um. Top of the key. <laughs> but yeah, I really do hope that uh, if that if that is that they they're gonna have to adjust the system. Me, you talked about that. I don't know how much faith I have that is actually going to happen, but like it just makes more sense unless the Bulls go through wholesale changes, which me and you both said don't expect. Um. I think the the only thing that you can do outside of progression and development from players is modifying the system. And I think that that could hopefully bode well for the Chicago Bulls. Does this mean Vooch's role changes or does this mean that somebody else younger is going to be the person to step up? I have no idea, bro. This is Billy mm. Donovan coach team. I don't know. I, like, cause I like to think of things logically. And then I look at Billy Donovan and I'll be like, there's no logic here. So what am I doing? I agree with that. Derrick Rose is going to be our starting power forward, bro. Just I uh, like keep, I keep saying it. There's a lot of there's a lot of Javante Green at the four that we saw this season. It was so funny. I no, not this season. We barely saw Javante at all this season. Even even at the beginning of the season, though, I just remember being like, <laughs> remember us just being like, and they're not going to have to play Javante at the four. And like in the first two games, he was playing power forward. We were like, what's happening right now? <laughs> like, what's happening right now? I don't know. Nobody <sighs> knows. The struggles that we've been through as Bulls fans. But uh, 
Yeah, man. We'll see, man. Next up, though, we're going to uh, go ahead and break down uh, the latest uh, move from Jerry Reinsdorf and why this may uh, spell out doom for all of Chicago sports. We're going to get into that. But first, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. Uh, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Great promotions every day, safe and secure app, get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,000. $500. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, Pat, man. Um, me and you have both talked about the stresses that come with being fans of two Jerry Reinsdorf-owned teams. And those stresses may get a little bit stronger here soon. So Jerry Reinsdorf has bought out Sinclair Broadcasting's portion of uh, the, the Bulls and the Sox of what, what goes on there. Um, and so now there's rumor that he's going to be taking those two teams, partnering with the Blackhawks to maybe create his own sports network. Now, this, this is big because the owners of the Phoenix teams uh, and the WNBA team and the NBA team recently just tried to get something going like this. I think it got blocked, but they're still working on that. Streaming is going to be the next war in sports. Yep. Those extreme, those exclusive streaming deals. So looking at Jerry Reinsdorf to potentially put the White Sox, the Cubs, and the Blackhawks, even though he doesn't own the Blackhawks, behind a paywall, how afraid are you, Pat? I, here's what's tough, right? It's twofold. I don't watch anything but sports and sports. Mm -hmm. So, and anime. So, realistically, I can just kind of pick and choose a la carte what I want, which means I could kind of get rid of YouTube TV because I literally like never watch anything else on YouTube TV outside of like ESPN, which I could get free with Hulu. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, um, NBC sports or Fox sports. So I kind of like it in that aspect. I also kind of like it for people like you who maybe don't live within the city limits where you can just be like, Hey, I can just get this game and I don't have to, you know, steal it, uh, <laughs> borrow it. <laughs> you throw me under the bus there, brother. I appreciate you, man. Oh, oh my bad. Was, it, was, it really be your own people. That's just really when, they, when they say that it really be your own people. <laughs> That's okay, dog. The entire world's doing it. Dog. <laughs> if you ain't still in some kind of stream, are you really watching TV? Uh, but no, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that um, this is a this is bad for the for only for one situation, Jerry Reinsdorf, and because I think that he will try to do too much with it. 
but not invest enough into it. It will try to be where we want to have this huge rollout. It's going to be an amazing thing. And at the end of the day, it's literally going to be Bulls, White Sox, Blackhawks, poker. It's going to be like, you could have kept this on NBC. That's all we got on NBC anyway. So I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not excited about this at all. I'm not that hurt by the paywall thing, but I guess if I was somebody who had a cable package and now that's going to have to be included in it, I'd be pissed very much like marquee. Um, and the main reason you should be pissed is because I don't know if anybody knows this, but these teams kind of suck. Like at least the Yankees got like championships. Like the yes network makes sense. They just brought everybody else with them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be wholly negative on this just because like, I do think that this is going to put more. See, that's the thing. I can I, I say more money in the team's pockets, but it's not like he's going to reinvest it in the team. Are we nope. then going to be able to go into the luxury tax, Jerry? Because now you're making money hand over fist on the broadcasting side too. What if no. this was the key? Let's let's this live in the, the let's live this in the, the good world here. What if the key is Jerry just needed his own TV network to invest more in the Bulls and White Sox and take over Chicago? I mean, hey, I'm not gonna have very much faith in that. But right. That's what comes to fruition. <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, my whole entire life, bro, I've been a fan of Jerry Reinsdorf's own teams, bro, and I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm jaded. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Like Jerry Reinsdorf can come out right now and say, I am willing to pay whatever it takes this offseason so AK could do what he said. I'd be like, listen, Jerry's gonna come out six months later and be like, ha, we didn't win, we didn't win twenty out of our first ten games. We've got to trade everybody. I think a lot of Sox fans and or Bulls fans would be excited about that, though. <laughs> like, at least it's a change. Like, at least it's a change. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like listen, Rick Hahn just came out and spoke the other day, and he's like, hey, we're still not happy with where we're at, but the baseball's been a little bit better, and we're not ready to blow this thing up yet. What's Why do they better? hate us? Why do they what's, hate us? What's been better? Y'all, y'all just lost the series to the Tigers. <laughs> to the Tigers. To the Tigers, bro. Bro, this is this. I, listen, I love the city. I love this team. Um, but I just and Jerry's and this. Oh, that's another thing. For anybody that was hoping or thinking, hey, Jerry can Jerry Jerry would sell the team. Jerry is never selling any of these teams. The we are stuck with them sell. forever. Yeah, the Ryan's doors will never sell. It, it's and here's the realistic part about it. That to me is my biggest issue with it that you can turn around just by simply winning is you don't win. What are you paying? What are you making me pay for? You're hurting your demographic because there's more times than not that people aren't going to watch the Bulls. There's more times than not when people are just going to say, there's no point in me watching this on TV because they're not winning anyway, right? Like, I guess I get it because they're competitive right now. But like the White Sox, first off, you barely have people going to your games. I'm a Sox fan, and I enjoy going to the games because I know there's going to be no traffic coming out of there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, realistically, so it, I, I'm, I'm looking at this as you don't have this leg to be all high and mighty and haughty on to be starting your own paywall, to be starting your own you're going to come watch us no matter what type of network, and Right. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of people. I I wish you could see. I wish we could see the actual numbers, 
But I bet you there are more people who were diehard Cub fans who just said, yeah, well, the dynasty's over. Why the heck would I pay for Marquee? Like, they, what, what are you watching? I think that's my problem with it. It's, it's yeah, it's, I mean, I, and not winning. And and that's the thing too is that like even with the Yes Network, which you compared it to earlier, they have turned that into actual sports broadcasting outlet. They have actual shows on there to cover yeah. their teams. I just don't trust Jerry. Like Jerry Ryan's was going to pay more people to now have have you gonna have first take on the Jerry Ryan's own network. Come on, man. Hey, hey, maybe we should chill. We might be able to get a show on this network. Hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't go hard. Yeah, like I'm gonna shut up. I'm just gonna shut you up. You know what I mean, man? I, I may just about that. the bag. I may just affect the bag. Let me shut up. Let me shut up. Hey. No, I ain't gonna lie to you. I could you work for it? I, I don't think I could. Because well, here's the one, here's the one thing I know about Jerry. Uh-huh. He doesn't like when you criticize his team. This is true. Now, here's the thing that I do want to throw out there. This is the aspect that we didn't talk. We talked about him starting his own network, but we didn't talk the reason why he'd be able to. Um, so the deal with NBC Chicago ends in 2024. Next season is the last season, technically, of that deal. Me and you both know a lot of people that work over there for NBC yeah. Chicago. Um, there could be some people out of some jobs there. And, hey, listen, I will cross picket lines, so don't even worry about that. Um, but with that said, um, <laughs> Do we think, though, seriously, if Jerry does start his own, we, we joke that he may not hire people, but would there be an easy transition to bring over a Casey Johnson that works for NBC Chicago right now over? Because keep in mind, he's work, he's very familiar with the Ryan's doors, been, been doing something like that. So we yeah. could see. I know I joke, but we could really see maybe that network turn into something. I, I think you, the hard part about it is, are you going to allow them to be them? Mm. Right, you can't have Ozzy on the Sox network. You can't have Chuck Garfine on the Sox network. Well, maybe you could have Chuck Garfine, Chuck be going, Chuck be seeing the bright side of a lot of games. Um, you, you, right? Like that, you can't have the people who are going to be honest and give honest assessment on that network because I don't believe that Jerry Reinsdorf wants to hear honest assessment about his team, and I think that on that network he would want to hear how the team can fix it, not what's wrong with the team. Hmm. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Slippery slope there, brother. I guess we'll see and we'll be covering it here. Hey, you never know. We may we may have a job over there. Um, but with that I'd being be covering said, it over there. <laughs> over there. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the next topic, brother. Uh, before we go, uh, Grant Williams. Member of the Boston Celtics, they got eliminated. Uh, free agent this year, I believe, an unrestricted free agent on top of that, which always bodes well because you don't have to worry about them matching. Um, do you think Grant Williams could be? We need a four. He's short, a short four, which fits into Billy Donovan's system. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely a power forward. <laughs> and he, he is actually a restricted free agent, so I wanted to clarify that he is a restricted free agent. Do you think that he could be a target for the Bulls? 
Um, I think that Grant Williams could be a replacement if we end up losing an Andre Drummond, something like that. Not that you're going to replace that center, but I don't think they're going to go out and get another big. So I think that they'll try and throw as much money as they can as a, a guy who plays aggressive and plays big, right? Um, I don't think that – I guess the hope is that Grant Williams is Draymond Green in disguise and just hasn't gotten that opportunity. He is a – he's such a weird player to me. He's because de- like, decent, but it's like – He's not a bad player. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind him on my team, but I think the thing that I look at with Grant Williams is, what am I paying for? What is it going to cost me to get him away from Boston as a restricted free agent, right? And if we're talking about, right, like $10 million a year, is that too high? Is that right around there? Is that something that you'd be, right? So that's like, Alice Caruso money. Do you think that he has an Alice Caruso impact on this team in his role? Not well, to say the same a, thing. He had a negative him. one this season for sure. He, he knows who, who not to piss off now, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. And I think that it says a lot. <laughs> Weirdly enough, maybe Billy Donovan's the guy that can get him, get it out of him. But like, Joe Missoula was very inconsistent with how he would throw Grant Williams out there. Um, You know, in that playoff series, you're talking about 16 minutes, 22 minutes, but he was a 30 minute, a guy person uh, um, at the beginning of the series. And then in the Philly series, he doesn't play at all. Mm -hmm. I think he got two, three minutes in that Philly series. So is he an every night guy or are we trying to sign DJJ with a little bit more weight? You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. kind of the the question I guess I would have on him. I think that he's an okay player. I wouldn't mind him. Eight points a game, shoots at about forty percent from three. Honestly, really, he shoots, he shoots at forty percent from three. He over his career. Here's his career three point percent. His career three point percentage is thirty seven point nine. First season he shot twenty five percent. COVID year first season. Um. After that, 37.2, 41.1, That honestly does shock me. I'm not even going to hold you. Now, let me see on how many attempts, though. Hold on, because that'd be the big thing. It'd be like, yeah, he takes, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Almost four a game. 40% on almost four three-pointers okay. a game. Not I mean- bad. I'm not, not bad. Not good either, but not I'm bad. Not not good, but I mean, I well, I mean, 40% from three is pretty good, actually. I, I give him that. That's pretty good, actually. But I I think that he would be a Billy Donovan type of player. Uh, I think that we would start him at center some nights. Uh, he also could double as a point guard. And uh, <laughs> I think that the Bulls could do worse if they're going to take a run at players. Yeah, I agree that they could definitely do worse. Like I, I as much as I'm I'm down on it and, I, and I'm joking here, they definitely could do a lot worse. Um I I mean, hey, I he'd be a player Chicago would love. That this is this is very true. He would he he is a Chicago type of player. He's the hard hustle, muscle kind of guy. He wants to fight for everything he's got. He'll be a guy that knocks down three-pointers in, in uh, sometimes big moments. I'm not going to say he's going to do it every time, but sometimes he'll knock down a three in a big moment, right? Like, he'll be that guy where you look at him and you're like, 
at the end of it, it's like, I love Grant Williams. I think that he's an excellent player. And then you, you look at his numbers and you're like, why do I think this? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I just feel like his impact's more of a, uh, how do you say? I feel like his impact is more of a eye test impact than it is a stat sheet impact. I agree with that. that. I think that's that's honestly a fair assessment. I think that's pretty fair. Um, like I said, I wouldn't. It, it really comes down to the money. That's what it comes down to. Is yeah, for fact. me, it's the money. If the money is it makes sense, then I'd be all for it. It's just I don't want to pay sixteen million dollars for Grant Williams. No. Yeah. No. So, that, there's there's no way mid level exception type money like between. Between anywhere between the nine to eleven and a half million dollars, I could be talked into that. You'd be fine going all in on the on the mid level exception for Grant Williams. If we, that's a tough one because he's not a bad player, he's but he bad. also just cost Boston. At but least you know, one you day. know, you know what made me be more open to that is you said he's a forty percent three point shooter. Yeah. And we know that the power forward in this offense gets a lot of wide open corner threes. He does. So, but is that percentage going to stay the same if he's shooting six versus shooting four? That's just true. And maybe it does. Maybe it does extrapolate out. That's that's the you know that's your hope. Um, and I think in this scenario, right, you're talking about Grant Williams probably would come here to be in the starting lineup realistically if you you're stretching everything. The, stretching the offseason all the way out, right? We re-signed Vooch. You're probably moving on from DeMar. If you were to sign Grant Williams, you're talking about a starting lineup that probably ends up being Kobe White, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Grant Williams, and Nikola Vucevic. What does that do for you in the long run? Nothing. So, you know what I mean? Go. Like, I don't, like, I guess if P-Will takes a step, I love it, but like, and that's the thing, too, is that are you, you better defensively than Grant Williams? You, not a bad defender, either. You can't, yeah, he's, he's not terrible. Uh, you can't play him and P. Will together, right? Or you think there's some lineups where you can play I, him? No, and I, think you, I think you would have to have, have that as your if you have no DeMar, who else is going to be a power forward? Are Unless you you're going to play Dalen at small, forward. you're saying in this case, no, no, no DeMar. Yeah, I'm saying like if if you we, we re-sign Vooch, I mean I think we both agree that if we re-sign Vooch, we're probably moving on from Demar. Yeah. At that point, I guess it depends on what you get back for Demar. But in this in this case, right, like you sign Grant Williams, you P, P will has to, let P will finally play his actual position, let him actually be a small forward for once. Um, I mean he hasn't been one since his rookie year, which we were excited about him in his rookie year. Um. And I think you'd play Grant Williams at the four where he's not bad at it. I think he's more of a natural four than he is a five. And I think that those two could coincide on the floor together. And Grant Williams, a guy that moves the ball well too. Like he's not as great true. court vision, but like if you get, if you're trying to get an offense and flow, he moves the ball well too. He finds an open shoot. Yeah, true, true. Hey, I guess, I mean, it just depends on a couple of different things and where the, where the things fall. I mean, <laughs> It feels wrong to say it you like feel, him, don't it? It, it does. feels wrong. So, I don't know I mean, why. Maybe it's because of the, the performance in the finals that, <laughs> that got me feeling like that. But something definitely feels off about saying this, bro. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm trying to see if there's like a stretch because it's like Grant Williams is one of those guys. He's a stretch mark four. That's for sure. He's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, hey yo. What? <laughs> what is happening, dog? What's <laughs> It's time to end the show, bro. It's time to go. We're jumping the shark. <laughs> Hayes has gone rogue yet again. It's time, it's time to end the show. <laughs> this man said he's a stretch mark for dog. Oh, man. Follow us on everything. I like to push. You can follow me on everything. At Path to the Side. <laughs> Stay safe out there, Chicago. Oh, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked Up Bulls, man. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down everything else going on with this team, man. For Panther Designer, I'm Hayes, man. This has been Locked Up Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Hey. Oh, man. Bro. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.